0: Lot Talk Radio.
1: up everybody and welcome to another exciting episode of the middleman talk show i am one of your hosts kevin and today i have with me
2: and i am jen here for another sunday
3: and
1: this is nick still without his pay still without his pay Hello, dog what you trying to say they've been holding my check for the last three months y'all i don't know what the hell they want me to do I'm just saying, son. I mean, uh, we sent it to you about uh, four weeks ago. That's what they tell me. That's what they tell me they did. For real? You didn't get your check yet? That's yeah, all good. I got something for y'all.
0: Damn. I'm
1: gonna go. I'm gonna go Discovery Channel building on y'all.
0: Damn. <laughs> Don't
1: do it. Don't do it. Don't hold do y'all it. hostage. No <laughs> apparent reason. Hey, man, you know the people listening, right?
3: <laughs> they don't care about the middle man <laughs> you,
1: you never know man We, we talk a lot we, we speak a lot of good man We speak a lot of good Man the I only principle It, was, it, it we, makes it on world star hip hop That's about it <laughs> <laughs> Hey man It's all good though Hey y'all but today we're gonna be without our uh, mm, What can I say about him today uh, I just I'll go ahead and go with GM word. i right, good black man, Ayo. Dealing with all good right. black man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ask a question. Who is that with all this noise around them? Sound like somebody building a house.
2: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm trying to multitask at the same time.
1: Man, I'm here. So you're
2: talking
1: to a fan. I'm saying <laughs> like chicken and everything else going on. What the
3: hell?
2: Um, I
1: I'm, I'm just saying though,
2: I'm hearing everything you are doing oh, like, like When this. I say everything, I mean
1: everything, son. I'm I'm still now, is that okay? I'm still We'll see. We'll see what's happening. But um, you know what I'm saying? Hey, today we got a, a very interesting show today. Talking about these dad children, Yes, I did say children. Cheering. Yeah, I was about to say something about that. I mean, <laughs> you heard, uh, now you know you heard black people say cheering. Chilling. Uh, chilling, no. I, I also killin'. heard them say, only oh, it's good to be free. You don't say it on the radio, though.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I should be telling you something about chilling children today, them Nick but we're going to get it in today, so if you would like to comment about anything that we're talking about today, please feel free. If you're listening to us on the internet, you can dial 718 uh, 508 We switched up our Facebook thingy. Uh, Nick, could you elaborate a little bit about that? I just did it, and I really didn't understand what I was doing. So it's so different. Well,
3: right
4: it's a couple of things that are different. Um, the, the groups on Facebook are
1: now more interactive, mm-hmm. so... Anybody who's been a member of our group uh, before, you now know that you can go in and you can post different things. People can subscribe to your post if you're a a member of the middleman group. And people like the post that you put up. It could be anything like show ideas or anything like that. People can actually subscribe to your post. So we really want to encourage you guys to go in and be interactive on the page. You know, if you hear about something that's going on that you want to hear that's on Talk of the Town, you want to hear it to be on Talk of the Town, put it on the page, you know. If you see a video, something on WorldStar Hip Hop, it's just, you just got to be seeing it. Or if you have a show topic, put it on there. It's a lot more interactive now. And you actually can add people to the group now, being the nerds. Everyone can add people. So if you want to tell 15 friends about the Middleman show, make it that much easier and just add them on Facebook. It's made it a lot easier for you guys now. That sounds like a winner, man. I think, that, like you said, it's more interactive, it's more easy. So we can have a lot of people get on there, post something that, like you said, that they want to see or hear from us,
0: and we can make it happen.
1: We can make it happen. we already know over 500, so we have way a little bit above where we want to be. which We want to have 1,000, 1,000 people that will like our show. I've seen other shows with 10,000, 4,000, 3,000, but we want to get 1,000. And we want that 1,000 to multiply. We want it to be really 1,000 listeners want to make sure that we got 1,000 listeners I mean, you're dedicated, every Sunday you with us So you guys make sure you tell a friend And tell a friend about the Middleman Talk Show um, Like I said, once again We all without our man Alliday But I think we gonna hold it down Me, Jen, and Nick Nick, before we get, get into up, like up to man. What, what, what some sort of things been going on with you, man? Because I know you've been really working lately, man What's up with your music, man? Oh man music yeah, going real well man. I want to make sure we get that in there I'm
4: um, actually getting ready to do a, a few shows with uh, Noel Gordine. You guys might
1: remember him from the song, The River. Uh, mm-hmm. Exactly the new album. So, getting a couple shows in with him. Recording a new album, maybe it's the evening. It'll be out this fall. Um,
4: actually, just I'm got waiting a couple new tracks today. Oh, waiting man, that of that, I'm hey, no right no now. waiting on that actual CD,
1: man. Where, where is it? We're supposed to do the show with that, man. We're going to do the show. We're going to do We're gonna do, We're gonna gonna do. do a, a, a middleman album release show yes that's what we're gonna do that's all I said man just been been working I had a lot man I kind of got a little distracted this week Uh, I went on YouTube I was feeling uh, feeling a little bit of nostalgia
4: and I decided to go on YouTube
2: to look up some old Looney
4: Tunes cartoons you know we all like the old Looney
1: Tunes stuff right you know then I see this link that says uh, racism in Looney Tunes Wow. i go to check it. And it's a lot of deleted scenes and things like that from these cartoons that we grew up watching. And I just couldn't believe what I saw. Like Bugs Bunny dressed in blackface and and Yosemite Sam had a knife pointed at him. And and all of a sudden, Bugs Bunny took out a whip, handed him the whip and said, Please, Master, don't beat me, Master. Don't beat my whole body. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. (laughs)
2: Well... Tom and Tom and Jerry had like a black mammy. Like you only saw her feet and her legs though but you knew she was like sometimes they showed her face. Yeah. Yeah, I,
3: I didn't
1: never seen her, her, her face. Nah, i would never seen the mammy face. But she
2: never. was black though cartoons. because her legs were
1: black. Yeah, it's only two uh, episodes on Tom and Jerry where they actually showed her face. Wow. And she yeah. is mammy. <laughs> it's like crazy. you know it's for the time. I think the most disturbing one though uh, this lady was in the theater, a black lady and she had her child with her it kind of fits the, day as the theme of the day the child is maybe maybe a couple months old and just screaming and hollering wailing won't stop so she reaches into her purse and she doesn't grab a a a, 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 a rattle, she doesn't grab a pacifier she doesn't grab uh, milk she grabs a watermelon <laughs>
3: to the baby. I'm
1: not lying grabs a watermelon <laughs> that shuts the baby up, but the baby like completely decimates the watermelon season all. Wow. <laughs> and I guess I guess we're more tolerant, you know, now than we were back. I don't know what to say. it's crazy to me. I, I remember those cartoons. I remember seeing those. I mean it was crazy. But well you, you know, have, you have to think, think that a different.
2: lot of black when those cartoons were coming out, like a lot of black people didn't have television. Like like, my father said, you know, like, they didn't have television. Like, you know, so a lot of black kids didn't have television.
1: Well, there still ain't no excuse for that, but I guess we can look at it and somewhat laugh, I would say, now. I don't I
3: know. I try
1: to. I don't know. But on to the topic of the day, y'all. Let's get into today with these
0: little bad kids now.
1: Are our children get away with too much now? Are these kids getting away with too much And the description of the show today goes, as the generation gap continues to increase, the way we raise our children has become more and more different versus the way our parents and grandparents raised us. So why are we allowing things that were unacceptable when we were children to to be acceptable for our children to do now? When parents step away from their parenting roles and become more a friend to the child, does that contribute to the reason why the child feels that they can get away with unacceptable behavior? Hmm. That's something to really think about. How does the lack of discipline and immediate reinforcement contribute to upbringing of a child? When a child try, when you try to discipline your child, what are the reasons that cause them to become defensive? And why does it seem that the laws are set against you punishing your child now? That's something right that we really need to talk about because these laws. Uh, someone on the uh, middleman man site, you know, they made sure that we. Uh, Saw that right there, and I, I think that's something we definitely need to definitely get into right now. Um, why does it seem, I mean, whatever happens to the sense of respect for elders? And y'all know on these videos that we see now, these kids are just acting real crazy with elderly people. So we definitely need to talk about that also. And has our generation let down the children of this generation like the generation before us let us down? And what are some of the better methods we can use to improve the parenting of the children? These are some of the things that we post today on the Middleman Talk Show, and we want you guys to discuss that with us. The number is 718-508-9972. We are talking about, are our, our kids getting away with too much nowadays? Now, I got a clip that I want to play for y'all. I'm going to take y'all way back. We're going to get this one off on a lighter note today. So y'all bear with us. This is the Middleman Talk Show. Once again, if you would like to leave a comment on our web chat that is open, if you're listening to us on the Internet, you can go over to Blog Talk, hit your profile, Write, a, write it up on the web chat You know what I'm saying We got Nick here We got me here We got Jen So we definitely gonna get into this conversation We appreciate everybody that's over on our web chat right now And uh, like I said We're gonna start this off on a lighter note today Y'all check this one out I ain't gonna even announce who this is But y'all listen mm-hmm. Listen very close Y'all check this one out This is the Middleman Talk Show on Blog Talk Radio Once we get past this clip that I'm about to play We're gonna go right into this conversation So put your finger caps on Let's get it, people. Here we go. She, tell me, she told me she said, "If you want to get acquainted with me and my son, you will have to take us to Disneyland." Hey, that. I went to pick up the next day. Here she got four more kids. I said, "Uh, um, who kids are they?" She said, "Those are baby kids."
0: a baby. Baby went downtown, so why did she take her kids with her? Oh, don't worry about it. Baby left $10 to help get him in Ginny Land. ain't that up, bitch. Man, it was $200 trying to
1: get them up in Ginny And you know how kids act when they've never been nowhere. You know how they act. They. We're going to small, small world. They jump out the boat. I right, kids, only get them a small world. See it? We baby Bay kids. We don't die. We multiply. For all those that don't remember, <laughs> you don't even need to know if you don't remember that. I, I know, I know. If you don't remember that right there, man, you know you. you
2: and my teen Addle wow. crush, my teen adult crush, starred in Baby Bay Kids. Huh? Marcus Houston, he was in Baby's kids.
1: She talking about Batman, the little boy that was all up in Raz B's ass.
2: Oh, um. Oh, please. She said he was in
1: the Bay it was a cartoon, Jen, what, what. He was, he, played, he was, he was one, one of the, of the
2: characters. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Really The little boy
2: with the black hat, he was like the main little boy.
1: Did not know that. Means, Jen, no. <laughs> right. Did not know that. But uh, let's get it right into this conversation, y'all. Let's get right into this conversation right here. Are our kids getting away with too much? One of the first things we need to cover today, why are we allowing these kids to get away with things that were unacceptable when we were kids? Why are we doing that now? What have some of you guys thought about it? If you're on the phone line, you can press number one. If you're out there on the web chat, hey, dial 718-508-9972. Tell us some of the stories and tell us some of the things what you think. Why are we letting these kids get away with so much today?
2: Well, I think they, one of the things that we've covered over the last couple of months is the lack of like kids raising kids and the lack of actual adults raising kids. So I think that has a lot to contribute amongst like the rules and, and what is tolerated and what is not tolerated um, from our children is because a lot of times there are kids who had no rules and boundaries themselves, You know raising these kids and they're not passing along any rules or boundaries you know the air of um, the era of i'm passing down things that my mother said to me or how i was treated that's not being communicated to the next generation
1: Uh so what, what are some of the rules that you would say that kids are getting away with now or some of the things that were unacceptable for us I think you know
2: that. What, I'm like, what, what, what are they getting away now that you guys notice? I I noticed that I have. Um, well, I've I've visited people's homes and, you know, it could be a, a card party or um, it could be you know adults having some cocktails and I've noticed where kids are just amongst the group of people and you know when I was growing up you did not first of all you were nowhere around when my mother was talking to other or father were talking to other adults and. If you were around, you certainly did not interject your opinion into any conversation or or anything. And I see a lot of kids Jen, now let's, where they just, let's they're just all up in the mix.
1: Let's simplify it to what it was when we were kids and what we were told. Little kids are to be seen, not heard. Yeah, that's what we grew up on. Just like Jen said. When you had those gatherings at the house, the mm-hmm. kids were nowhere to be found unless they were woken up in the middle of the night to go ahead and show that dance and do and sing for the, <laughs> the parents and their friends. And you go right I back do to that, that room. Times but after that, you go right back to your room. I'm going to tell you what's going on now, and this is just my honest opinion. Right now, we've already said this before that television is raising our kids a lot. The one thing that's on television a lot is a lot of shows that, yeah a lot of stuff and basically we're in a lawsuit generation right now everybody's suing everything is so sensitive and quite frankly parents are afraid to go to jail for saying the wrong thing for hitting the kid for anything like that most parents are just like I'm not going to jail because all these kids see all day is oh well I was watching on TV and she spanked her kid and they took her to court so I want my mama to try me man please do you think that would have flown when we were kids I mean, Hell we were, no. and that you know, I mean, man, if, when well, not even if, but when we were kids, if you even told your parent you was going to call the laws or tell her, you know what I'm saying? If, if it was something deep. <laughs> they're going
2: to knocked out.
1: Yeah, they're going to they gonna go outside your head with everything they got, and also they're going to tell you. When they come pick you up, you're going with them.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? You might want well to pack your and, clothes and leave with them. But it seems now that, like Jim was saying, there is a lack of parenting now. Is it because of the generation before, or is it just the fact that people just don't know how to be parents now? What is the factor that leads to that position? I, I
2: think it was it's a, a lot of people that do to be parents. Yeah, yeah, I think, just like Nick said, I think a lot of kids, I mean, it's kids raising kids, and a lot of people, young people, who just didn't have that past down to them now, you know, are the parents of this lost generation, you know, yeah. and then where parents that... The kids that didn't have any responsibility put on themselves are now being parents and not passing any responsibility down to their children. Right um, right.
1: now, that that's a good point. That is a very good point. They didn't have any responsibility growing up. It was anything goes when they were kids. So now it's just it's just like you said earlier, Kev. They try to everybody's trying to be oh I'm the parent's friend. I'm I'm, I'm my son's friend. No.
2: And and now we have no. this race where we have young a lot of young people you know want to be parents and this this, and that and you don't have like the grandmothers or this old mentality of you know where they know when kids are calling bluffs and they know where you know this is kids being kids and to how to decipher different situations with children for um what's real and what's not like I know that you know I have people you know like my, my child said they were going to run away you know and mm-hmm. I I tell my friends like I said I I was gonna run away my mom packed my clothes put me to the end of the corner and was like okay bye and I was just you know like I was just standing there she was like if you don't want to be on the team you don't want to be with us then go bye I mean right. you don't have a lot of bold parents like that anymore
1: you're right I think it takes a lot of courage to be that parent that you need to what you need to be to make sure that you got your child in the right way now some of the things that I've noticed also with that is Things that we couldn't do when we were younger, you could not curse in front of an adult. Or you would not dare curse in front of an adult. But now, you see children out here, man, they don't care who around. I'm up in the mall with my daughter and my wife and my son. I'm walking up and down from store to store, and these kids walking in front of us. I'm hearing more words than a sailor would say. And I'm like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Where are we right now? When these kids feel that it's okay and you know, I don't consider myself an old person, but where where does that line where what should that line be when it comes to, you know, saying these kids, they should just be able to stop it. But when did it get to that point where they can just like, man, I don't care who around me. I'm gonna do what I wanna do There's a lack of respect like, yeah. for elders.
4: That's what no elder,
1: Yeah, well even even still the the ones who are like I, I sat up there about two months ago I witnessed a conversation and it was short, sweet, and I love the way it ended. This young guy, he's sitting here, and he's talking to this older guy. And the guy's mm-hmm. trying to give him some advice on how he was approaching a young lady. he all with that, hey, shout of this, hey, shout of that. And he's like, young man, that's not how you do it. If you really want to get this woman's attention. And then the young guy proceeds to say, well, what makes you an expert on this? How do you know this? You think just because you're old, you know everything? The older guy told him, he said, well, you know, guys. Partner French, but he was like, "Well, youngin, I done fucked up enough to know how to show you better. So you might want to listen." <laughs> and that was the end of it. But that makes sense, though, Nick. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of how how dare a child act an adult? You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, how dare a child act an adult? But how do you know what's right? You know what I mean? Because man, like he said, man, I done did this before. I did, man, if I got thirty <laughs> years on you or forty years on you. You need to shut up and listen. Unless I ain't out there drunk, on crack, on drugs. If I look like I'm doing well by myself, about myself, you need to pay attention to what I'm trying to tell you.
2: I I think somewhere along, if we, you know, I think somewhere after the Civil Rights Movement and, like, you know, somewhere in the 70s and 80s, like, I guess I was born in the 80s, but, like, sometimes after that, like, people just, I don't know it's certain things that I just wouldn't say. I think it's just a disillusion like we've said before of families and like family values like it's like to this day, I can't say what to my mother like if she oh, said no. something to me i I to this day like that's just trained in me, you know where I would never ever respond to her with a what or question her or or speak ill of her and you know, to this day and I'm I'm grown and if I say anything ill to her, she will take me down. And I just think that we don't have parents like that.
1: You know, and that's, that's funny that you said that because like you said, it is either yes you know, and to this day I've been bred to say yes, ma'am, no ma'am and a lot of people are somewhat shocked when they hear my kids say it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Where where did he get that from? I'm like that's the way I was taught, that's the way I'm teaching them. So, you know, if if I want to get respect, I always tell my kids if I want to get respect, I'm going to show respect. And a lot of people, I think that's one of the arts that's, that's been lost over the years. How you address, to,
3: you
2: know, how you to, address to an older person is important too. Like, I even, to this day, if if they're older than me, I always say miss or mister. People look at me like, like I'm crazy, like even to this day. And that just has to, I think that is inbred in you in in your system and it's a constant learning and teaching where we have a lot of lazy parents out there and parenting is not a one-time birthing deal and then here you go it's something that is consistent um it's daily it's something that you work on every single day and i think a lot of people out there are just plain flat out lazy and, and not willing to do that
1: most definitely I got a comment right here from uh, Grown Game on the uh, web chat over here. He said, I find it a shame when parents are quick to go buy an Xbox or PlayStation, yet make excuses not to go to their child's PTA meeting or don't want to talk to their child when the child wants to talk to them. And I think that's a big problem right there. They try to pacify that child's problem away with items or, or, you know, things or stuff. What do y'all think about that?
2: I do. I think everything, I think the reward system has been taken away. With money came a, with with the progress financially of our people came a, at a high price, I think, of of all people. I don't want to just limit it to African-Americans, but of all people, I think it came a price where now people can afford to buy things. So nothing is a reward anymore. Just like, um, you know, if if you got something, if you got a game or if you got something extra or a dollar, that was a reward. It's just something that you would not just automatically get. And I think it has set something in a lot of children's minds where they think, The world owes them something. You see, a lot of kids now they think that they're supposed to be giving things just because, and instead of setting a lot of kids up, you work for it, you earn it. And I think that has been robbed from kids because now you have a lot of people where we can afford to give, 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 and the giving has messed a lot of us in in the community.
1: Another thing you have to look
2: at, on that. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Nick
1: another thing you have to look at that Jen, I know you said, you know, of all people as money got better but specifically with black people. If you remember now, the one thing that was shock value to us when we were kids is when we heard a white kid talk back to their mom.
3: <laughs> you remember yeah, that it was, was shocking right. to us.
1: Yeah. But it's just like Jen said, you know, they could they could and have al- always have been able to afford to just lavish those children with things like that and let the gifts that they give them raise them instead of the time that they give them raise them wow. you know, so I think as it became the situation with us where our financial placement in society got a little better it was just a repeat of the same thing it's just it's the same thing different color
3: alright well since so, you said I that think I think that somewhat takes
1: way into the next part of the question when a parent steps away from their parenting role and becomes more of a friend to the child does so this contribute to the reason why the child feel they can't get away, feel that they can get away with unacceptable behavior because you have a lot of friend parents out there, y'all.
2: I, I agree. Do. A lot of people are just... And, you know, that's one of the first earliest statements that I remember my mom saying, like, we cool, but we ain't never going to be friends. Like, we're, you're not my friend. I'm the mom and you're the daughter. Like, we're friends now that we're adults. Right. But even though, even so... There still is a line, and I think a lot of people don't distinguish that line. You know, they just don't.
1: Uh, You're right. We do have a, I think we have a whole generation. And, you know, it seems like it started in the last 15 years or so where a lot of parents are like, you know, I'm not going to whip my child because I got whipped like this, or I'm not going to have my child grow up this way because I grew up like this and not realize that, the way that you were raised made you who you are. Those weapons that you got helped you become who you are. Now, if your parents were beating you upside your head with steel uh, pipes and <laughs> bats and and burning you with hot they coal have went or to something, jail. Well, yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> you know.
3: But. Well, I think that
2: every child needs that beating. <laughs> like you know how Bernie Mac, like or Steve Harvey whoever said that like. You need that beating where your teeth clench, where you remember it for the rest of your life. I think every child that does good has had a beating like that. Really? You
1: think Barack Obama got a beating like that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, that yeah, grandma, I, I take her. that back. That grandma is have. Yeah,
2: his grandma got him. On yeah,
1: because I, I don't know of anyone that had, you know, that lived with a grandma or had a grandma that never got that beaten by their grandma. I think everybody... Had a grandma He probably got that Whooping bomb Or your granddaddy If your granddaddy got you It probably was worse <laughs> Hey but the phone lines Are open The, the number to call in uh, If you want to comment On anything that we're Talking about today The number is 718-508-9972 uh, We would love to hear From you guys The phone lines are open When you call in Just press that number 1 We would love to hear From you guys today Now me,
3: yeah, Do that? you know
1: of any Of your personal friends That are friends To their kids and I mean, they, they yep. you know, they go
3: out there,
2: you know. Yeah, friends
1: they friends to them, and guess equal. what happens? I just talked to one the other night because yes. she can't control. Mm. And what happens is, they so busy being friends, and when something goes wrong, they call me. I've had to threaten to make several cross country trips because the kid mm. is acting up. Wow. I stopped this?
2: being friends with someone. Really? I, yeah, I did. I I stopped being friends with someone because yeah, we would have, like, I would go over and um, it would be an adult party. Like, you know, and to me, um, you know, I look up and this nine-year-old little girl is um, in my face and I have a beer in my hand. And, you know, I just didn't think it was appropriate. And it's just adults talking. So I told her um, daughter... to to go to bed you know and and the parent didn't like that so you know we're not friends and I just thought you know like am I the crazy one in this situation because I'm telling your child who is in a total adult situation first of all you shouldn't even have your kids at home if you're having you know a party like that and then second of all even if they are at home why are they up you know this time Mm -hmm. of night in the midst of you know a bunch of adults talking and so I just refuse to be a part of that situation and we're no longer friends anymore. I mean the same person in Would you be willing to lose a friend from that
1: standpoint? I mean Nick or anybody yes, on the online you can call in seven one eight five oh eight nine nine seven two. Would you be truly willing to lose a friend because they ain't doing their parent,
2: parental job? Yep. I I will have to be
3: strong to enough
2: so. to take a stand. I think you I took a stand where I said, you know what, I'm not gonna be a part of anybody's you know, messed up childhood. I just, I'm not going to participate in it. I'm, I'm not going to sit here, and you have your kids running around, and this is an adult situation. I, I just, I'm not going, I'm not going to do it. I just refuse.
1: But I mean, with, with, with that parent, you know, they can look at you like, how dare you judge me? I'm raising my child for the betterment of what I feel they should have. Because you know, you have a lot of parents that at one time believed in the time timeout, and you know, a lot of us don't believe in that. Are we wrong to say, Hey, don't do the timeout thing, do what we did. You know what I mean, all we I did time out. We come from that timeout. I
2: had time out too, followed up by a whooping. I had time out and <laughs> to sit and think about like what you did and why you were going to get a whooping in a minute and you know, we talked about it and then I got my whooping and that was it. Right.
3: I had time out. My mama took time
1: out to whoop my ass. <laughs> yeah. that's that that was that was my time out. But I would definitely be willing to lose a friend because, and it's just like I said, I can't force you to raise your child. At the end of the day, that's not my child, so I can't force you to raise your child the way I think that they should be raised. But at the same time, just like Jen said, I can't be a part of that upbringing. I I, I won't be around it, you know? Right. I'm not going to act like I... uh, that I condone it. I don't condone it, so I would rather just not be around it because the more I stay around it, the more I'm going to speak on it. The more I'm going to say, yeah, take your ass to bed. Yeah, whoop him. (laughs) Have y'all ever been in a situation where you've been in a grocery store or or a store where a parent, I mean, they just, that lax. They're not that type of parent. They'll sit back, let their child run wild, and, you know, you just look back like, man, should I say something or should I just let this be? How did... How do you guys handle those type of situations? situations?
2: Or- well, that, that's an iffy thing because, like, the parent can have a gun or a taser in their pocketbook and, like, kill you and stuff like that. I was at my sister's band concert um, this past week, and it was a lady with her little boy. He had to be, like, three or four, and he would scream like a banshee throughout the whole entire, like, Band concert and I like, rolled in the floor and like had a complete meltdown breakdown and she didn't even take him out of the the auditorium like she didn't take him out of the theater and I was just I was mortified and everybody just kind of looked on like a deer in headlights but what are you to do in that situation I don't know you I don't know how you're gonna react all I can do is shake my head and say God bless you
1: all
2: right I look at it a little
1: different just a little bit the reason I say that is because. I was in a situation like that. I was at a football game. I went back to see my old high school play. And um, this lady there and her son is just acting up. He's probably about seven, eight years old, maybe the most. Just cutting up the whole time. And I just couldn't take it anymore. And he said his his mom went to grab him, He snatched away from his mom. And it looked like he was about to say something that started with an F. I said, if you disrespect your mama like that, I will punch you dead in the chest. And he sat down. And that lady looked at me and she just sighed she just she she exhaled she was like thank you so much cuz i just didn't know what else i could do was well, it to the point I where said, some of these parents are just that scared of their kids where they they really don't want to do nothing because these kids are so aggressive now or well, i mean what do y'all
2: think scared look at the lady that's in scary. russia look at did you see the lady in russia but she was an american she adopted this little boy from russia and she couldn't control him and she put him back on a plane to russia put him back did on the plane? See that? That a plane
1: yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, we do have a caller. Let me let this call in, 662-418, one eight. You're live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's up? Middlemen and women, how y'all doing today? Hey,
4: what's up, Brother Gerard? Uh, hey. long time no here,
1: man.
4: Yeah, man, I've been sitting up here listening at the show, man, and, uh, oh, man, it's, it's just shocking that y'all I got this topic, man. I've, I've been seeing a lot of this stuff in the stores myself, and, you know, to answer that question, man, you just got to, like like Jen said, you don't you don't know what to expect from these parents, so you got to kind of just grit your teeth man to keep on going but, but but one of the main problems man that i, I learned man that is, that is wrong with the society now is very simple. Parents are not a ashamed no more Right. what I'm going with that is, is this right here when we were back in school, you didn't embarrass your parents right when you were in public, you didn't embarrass your parents back in the day your parents. People cared about the family name and how they look in society. Everybody wanted to have a a a, a, uh, a good upbringing and and, and, a, and a good name for that. You know, you ever notice when you see a kid acting up in school, his mama coming down, beat the mess out of him, and say, "Oh yeah, you up yeah. here showing out on me? You up here up here showing out on me in front in front of these folks? You know why? That because parents were ashamed back then. You didn't you didn't embarrass your parents because back in the day, parents that <laughs> they child is going out, there represent them. Exactly. These kids, these days, they they're not the same no more. They don't care. You go that's to the school, now, now man, I mean, they, they, they're, they're up on the kid's side. They
1: be ready to fight, fight, fight the teacher with the child. Most definitely. I mean, that's a, that's an interesting thought right there, Gerard, because, you know, that is that is something to think about because I, I remember hearing that plenty and many a times when my mom say, don't embarrass me. You know what I'm saying? And that's because she there. Exactly, because if I embarrass my mama, you know, it made my name look bad, her name look bad, and I caught the worst end of everything. Oh
4: yeah, and you better not let your grandma come over there slide with them slippers on. You know what I'm saying? To the school, oh, you you really gonna get it? She gonna tell the principal
2: to whoop you, and they gonna get you when you get home. I think Gerard, I think I think he's onto something. Like pride, pride, pride is pride. just there, have it. just disintegrated amongst people. Like. You know your name. You only get one name. You only get one representation of yourself. And and a lot of people take pride in this is me. This is my family. This is who I represent. And a lot of these kids have no self because they have no family. They have no family. No. Uh, they, so they don't. What do they have to be proud of?
1: Exactly. I feel you
2: on and, that. Man. And it's a lot. And of, like, uh, like yeah, when please. I was working for community counseling. I, um, I was working with
4: uh, uh, crisis counseling for children, and I used to go to the schools and just see how the kids just—they didn't—they don't have no respect. They sit up and they just talk to their teachers like they one of the boys. I mean, I mean, just cuss teachers out, and the, and the parents don't do nothing. And I and I, I used to often just sit back and think, man, you, you know what I'm mean? saying? You you cussing our grown folks? I, I couldn't even imagine doing that when I was little. You, I mean, cussing our grown folks,
3: man. somebody
2: grown man—you got killed when you got home. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm Oh, yeah. How do you she even
3: grow
2: out yeah, Like, even for it to be ingrained in, in your being, I was 20 years old and away at college, and I called my mother a bitch. And I remember months passed, and I came home for um, Christmas vacation, and I stepped off the plane, and I had forgot about calling her a bitch. And um, mm. when I got oh, in the car, she punched yeah. the, the mess out of me. And I was like, what? You know, I see stars and... Like everything, like flying around my hand. And I'm like, what has happened? You know, blue green
4: clovers and
2: yeah. <laughs> And like, I was 20 years old when that happened. And she was like, You will never in your life speak to me that way. And that was like five, four or five fun. months had passed. Wow. I'm 30
1: years old. I'm still scared of my mama. <laughs> oh, yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll it, be it, it It is. Something about me, man It matters to me What older people think of me I, I like to exactly. have the respect exactly. The respect of older people, man You know, and they, when when some older people Come to me with something I like to be very, very respectful Because that's how I was I was ready, you know Pretty much by my mom and grandmother So yeah. I mean, you Older people, man you, you show them people respect, man I just, I, I don't I mean, I, I got friends of mine They dads and stuff are 40 something. I can't cuss around them people I can't do that I just don't do that and not to say that there nothing
1: anything wrong with it. It's just, I just can't do it. You just, it's a personal choice. I don't do it. One, you got to look at this. Gerard, look at our generation, and our, look at our parents and grandparents. For them to have survived what they went through automatically demands respect. Think about how many people yeah. did not survive what they went through, especially for us that came up in the South back during Jim Crow. That was automatic respect But then on top of that You just respect someone Who's older than you You give that respect mm-hmm. And that's just something That's right. lacking nowadays I right, personally feel right. like this Now The same way my mama Never said don't embarrass me Because the one thing I was raised on was Black kids We don't embarrass our parents They will embarrass The hell out of us Oh yes Yes sir Oh yeah, They will You somewhere you're not supposed to be I told you not to go on that street I'm finna come in And I'm finna whoop your ass All the way back to the house you're you not going to want to go back over there you don't, don't want to over there. To, to all our listeners out there, if you have any other race, you can dial 718-508-9972. You don't have to specify that. But I know black kids one of the only kids that got done like that, too, man, because I had some white friends. I had some friends that were from the islands. I just seen their mama get down, too. So
3: mm-hmm.
1: that, that one that one's kind of universal a little bit. But it ain't like it used to be. So when you see a child kick a parent, you Know, kick literally kick a parent. No man, I think, uh, like, like they said on that uh, everybody hate Chris show. My mama probably would have knocked me into next week, literally. Oh, yes, sir, yes, sir.
4: I, I and, you think know, y'all know what, too. Y- 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 too. Like, when i when often, oftentimes, when I'm at work and, 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 and uh, it's a lot of the older guys, like late 40s, early 50s, um, uh, supervisors that are over me, I, I often still say yes, sir, and no, sir, to them.
2: Mm-hmm. Even though
4: we're co-workers And, and then some of the guys That may be coworkers. workers I said yes sir No sir to them Cause you know And, and then uh, the, the other guys That are like Talking to somebody They were like Man why are you talking To them like that man These dudes with them like that They ain't the boss But the thing is Man these dudes know, know, Knew my dad Man these dudes Grew up with my dad Grew up with my mom I, I can't talk to them Like that Exactly Cause, uh, it just, I mean it, 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 And it wouldn't be that wrong with me Not saying that But it just it's just how I
2: feel Yeah I feel the same way and I think a lot of times um mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people try to rationalize with children now like before you have no vote. You know like you have no vote in the situation. You have no opinion in the situation. I mean you can have an opinion, but what I say go. And a lot of parents now like totally just do what they, their kids say and they weigh them like they're they have an equal part in the equation, and and I oh. think it hasn't oh, yeah. been established oh, yeah. that we're not equal. Like my mother always says, we're not equal. I'm the mother; you're the. We'll never be equal. I'll always be smarter than you, older than you, and no matter how old or big you get. And I think a lot of times that's that's not being reinforced. Oh yeah, I think oh, so yeah. too. I I had have, have that problem with my daughter's mom huh. about
4: you know, wrong She don't want to do this. Well, well, Gerard, I she I don't, don't like that. It, it don't matter what she likes. You know, and I, She don't have a choice. I mean, I make decisions. She don't have a choice. What do you mean what she don't like?
1: Who's she supposed to be? But
3: Gerard, when, yeah. you, when
1: your daughter see that, when your daughter see that, it leads to that division where she sees I, yep. daddy is firm and daddy is, you know what I'm saying, daddy is the, the one that's going to lay down the law and mom is more lax and she's laid back, she's going to let me do what I want to do. And when that, you know, when that combination collides, man, it leads to a big meltdown, a big problem. And that's oh, one yeah, thing oh, yeah. that a lot of people are dealing with, especially oh, yeah. like if your that, kids are young and they start you know, that early.
4: Exactly. You know, I had to tell her mom, I'm
1: not her friend, I'm her dad. You know what I'm saying? I'm not her friend, I'm her daddy. That's, well, that's that, the thing I tell her. Would that lead back to, you know, her not understanding, you know, just trying to go back, like we were saying earlier, where... Where some people feel like, okay, I wasn't, I was raised a certain way and I don't feel that that was right. You know, even though they're not looking externally and looking at it from the outside, you know, seeing that they're a great person, but they feel like because of the way that they were raised, that they're not going to even attempt to raise their children like that. Why do people even have that mind state of, I'm not going to raise my kids like that?
4: Uh that that's something I'm gonna have to dissect the there, man. I'm, I'm gonna have to dissect that one, but with the, the real truth is man, we just getting sensitive. We getting too sensitive. Uh America's getting too liberal. We we getting too easy and lenient round here, to me. Right. You know, I have a military type mind, man. I mean I I mean my mom didn't hold my hand and walk me across the street. You know, I raised to be strong and be able to deal with life.
1: You know, so I mean I think we just getting too sensitive,
4: to be honest with you. That's just my opinion.
1: Wow. Well, Jerron, man, we thank you for your comment, man. We're going to take a short break right here, man. Um want everybody to get their thinking caps on again. And like I said, if you're out there listening to us on the Internet, if you, I know it's free weekend, so y'all definitely got free minutes on your phone. You can dial 718-508-9972. And I uh, know a lot of y'all people have an on children. Y'all got an opinion on what's going on with these kids nowadays. And we're not going to rag them, you know what I'm saying, because it's a two-side to that story. It's the parents and it's the children So it's not always the child It could be the parent as Jim pointed out earlier And Nick pointed out early, and also Gerard So if you would like to get in this conversation You can dial 718-508-9972 So right now we're going to take a quick break And uh, speaking of the parents I'm going to take y'all way back With this one right here Way back To the 80s or was this the early 90s It don't even matter I guess parents really don't understand And y'all know who it is Don't get mad at me. It's The Middleman, Blog Talk Radio. What's happening?
0: Relax, I got dressed up in the ancient artifacts. So then I walked into school, it was just as I thought. The kids were cracking up, laughing at the clothes mom bought. And those who weren't laughing still had a ball, so they were pointing and whispering as I walked down the hall. I got home and told my mom how my day went. She said, If they were laughing, you don't need them, because they're not good friends. So the next six hours, I tried to explain to my mom that I was going to have to go through about 200 more times. But do you,
1: other kids?
3: Went away on a
0: week's vacation they left the key to the brand new Porsche. They mind? Mm, well, of course not. I'll just take it for a little spin and maybe show it off to a couple of friends. I'll just cruise it around the neighborhood. Well, maybe I should.
1: Yeah, of
3: course
1: I should. Pay attention, here's the thick of the plot. I pulled up to the corner at the end of my block and when I saw this beautiful girly girl walking. I picked up my car phone to. Pur- like I was talking sir. you should have seen this girl's bodily dimensions I honked my horn just to get her attention she said was that for me? I said yeah she said why? I said come on and take your eyes with the hell of a guy she said how do I know man can you say 1989 <laughs> or 1990 whatever that was what? I love it I you over there doing the That's WAP serious, ain't
3: you <laughs>
1: everybody that was on the line was doing the WAP I don't care what y'all said <laughs> <laughs> well, if you just go in to the Middleman Talk Show, we are talking about are our children getting getting away with too much? Uh, so far, we've discussed about parents stepping away from their parental role and becoming a child's friend and some of the unacceptable behavior that they would display that we couldn't get away with back in the day. Um, if you have any comments about that right there, you can dial 718 508 We do appreciate everybody that's on the web chat. Uh riding dirty radio, why You mad son radio, Gerard and our grown game, Don Calypso, We appreciate all you guys and grown game and everybody else. Hey, we appreciate everybody that's listening on the internet. We appreciate everybody that's taking the time to listen listen to us today. We don't have Al in, but hey, you're rocking this either way it goes now, half the parents don't understand y'all really think y'all think parents don't really understand. You don't think these think, parents now, they don't understand? I don't,
2: I they don't think understand, They don't they just don't enforce. Yeah. They what?
1: They, they understand, they just don't enforce.
2: Or, well, I mean, yeah,
1: that's part of
2: it. Yeah, and I think that they, they don't understand the impact of some of the, the choices that they are making with their children. I think Nick touched on it earlier in the show where we talked about a lot of times... Television is um, raising children, and I think we have a generation of kids that can't differentiate between reality and um, and and fiction. Um, they can't decipher it because. Their, their teacher, their learner, their sole source of information is the Internet and television. There's no communication has been brought down. People aren't talking at dinner tables anymore. They're not discussing stuff in the car. And stuff is important. Those things are important. Communication is important. And I think that people don't understand the impact as our world has become smaller with telecommunications and TV and all of that. It has had a very negative impact on on a generation. I agree.
1: I I totally agree. Um, well to add to that, that though, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Nick. To add to
2: that,
1: out, uh, Kev, um, I think something else that um is not being processed with that is the fact that within the fact that yeah, we know that TV is raising our children, TV and the internet, but there's no more of a balance within our quote unquote pop culture icon. I was thinking back I was watching uh, Ali the movie Ali and the fact that Muhammad Ali Malcolm X and Sam Cooke were all great
4: friends from three completely different walks of life but they all represented something strong in black America right you understand you don't have that balance anymore because one everybody's entertainers now right and the most popular
1: entertainers are the ones that are wilding out you know that that say, you know, I don't care about authority. I don't care about this. And so these kids, they see this. They see someone like Lil Wayne saying, oh, uh, I don't care about authority. No one's gonna tell me what to do. And then when he goes to jail, everybody says, oh, free Lil Wayne. No, let him do his time. Because these kids need to see that when you do wrong, when you buck authority like that, then that's what happens. But they see that they don't see any. But they just see people praising Lil Wayne.
3: Right. So they say, well, I
1: don't have to listen to anybody either. And so I'm going to start with the closest person to me. I'm not going to listen to my mom. I'm not going to listen to my dad. I'm not going to listen to my teachers. know, right. everybody. I think that and kind think of that's leads that's the, one a big of part. the next questions that we were, you know, what we're going to pose is how does the lack of discipline and immediate reinforcement contribute to the upbringing of a child? So, I mean, you guys are already into that one right there, because, I mean, definitely there's a lack of discipline. There's a lack of reinforcement as far as teaching them the right way to do things. A lot of kids are not getting taught that. So, you know, what are some of the things that we can do to reinforce something positive? Because if they don't have that positive role model in their home or in their communities, because that's one thing we was talking about on the web chat, and I asked the question the wrong game: uh, Do we have still have communities? Can we just got people out here in the hood. And that's what it seems like to me. How can we reinforce? Uh, something positive on on children that don't have that option or or have the ability to see that. How can we do that? That's a that's a tough thing because nowadays everybody is so one. So many people that are afraid to take the first step or the necessary steps. Everybody has that mentality of it ain't my kids, so it don't matter. True. Whereas before, it takes a village to raise a child. I mean, it, it, that, that's what we grew up on, and it's true. And hey, you know what? Not even realizing that, you know, even saying that it's not my child, they don't realize if that child in your neighborhood is wilding out, it's not. You know, he could possibly grow up to be one of those kids that rob. He could possibly be one of those kids that like to fight and do everything else that's is- just negative, and that could affect you eventually. You know, I personally try to take out the time. To get to know all the little boys in my neighborhood Because I got a little boy too So you know what I'm saying I'm trying to figure out all the little guys And see who's on point And who maybe I might need to talk to a little bit more uh, We had one little kid in my neighborhood um, He was just recently adopted by the family Down, you know, maybe a couple streets over And, uh, you know, he come over to the guy Little guy next door to me he has a little basketball gun And I was just watching him He got, the little kid got anger problems and you know, I tried to pull him to the side, and I, I don't think anybody ever told him, but I told him. I said, "Hey, man, if you ever want to talk, man, I'm right here, and I don't mean it in any other way. But if you if you need anybody to talk to, I'm right here." And he had this look on his face, like, "Wow, nobody ain't ever said that to me." And I think that's the problem right there with a lot of our kids not having that ability to have somebody in their neighborhoods to be like, "Hey, I do care," because mm-hmm. you should take that time out to tell somebody, "Hey." I do give a damn about
3: you. That's, this is very true. Like, I, And I just... But, like, think,
2: Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, then. I'm sorry. Well, I just think that, like Kev said, we just have to have, like, a village mentality. Like, you have to care about the next kid. Or if you see a kid that needs... Talking to, or you see a situation like step in, say something. I think what deterred a lot of kids in the past was like if I act up, uh, you know, Miss So and So from down the street gonna tell my mama on me, or you know, now no one, no one has any responsibility. Everyone kind of minds their own business, and mm-hmm. we just can't be that way. Like Nick said, we have to be a village.
1: How did we get to that point? You know, really, how, how did we get to that point where? When you know, we went through a
2: phase of laundry, and lawsuits,
1: and that's your problem, it's not mine. I just don't want to deal with you. I we went through it. an age
2: of suing? I think where people were suing everybody, and it's like now I'm not going to say anything to your kid, and you sue me, you know, uh, for okay. saying something happened to your child or whatever. And I think that that you know a lot of that happened.
1: Right. Well, let's talk about this right here. Let, let's move it on a little bit. Let's talk about, um. as far as with these kids, when you try to discipline, you know, you try to tell them, you know, that's not the right way or whatever. Why is it so hard for them to take that? They, they just become so defensive. Why? Why do they become so defensive? And also, why does it seem that the laws are set against us, punishing, punishing our kids? What is that all about?
2: because there's you
1: had a bunch
2: of kids and, uh, oh, oh, go ahead <laughs> go ahead man. you got you
1: you hit the nail on the head it is big money and on top of that you have a lot of people who may not have grown up in that environment they they may not have been disciplined as a child and they grow up and they, it's my duty to make sure that no one ever touches a child no one ever does it to a child have you my thing is have you ever taken one of these little bad mother you know what <laughs> like seriously I think, well, like Jenny said, it's this. I still believe in whooping kids because sometimes that's all they understand. But like yeah, my mom said,
2: you got to gotta with whoop love. some children. You, you just got to. Some kids, have no. to have, some kids don't have to have whoopings. Some kids do.
1: I've seen a child that got whooped, and it seemed like nothing phased him. I mean, it, it ain't nothing phased him. It was a little woof, woof. This little boy, when I tell you he was off the chain, I mean, seriously. It, it, man, no matter what his mom did to him. It was like, hit me more and it don't
3: matter. I'm still
2: finna cut up. And okay, you know but then like, and you, then now you need to seek professional help. You need to at that point there's something way bigger wrong than than you can solve and you need to recognize that, hey, I, I need some help and there's there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think a lot of times what contribute to it also during the Reagan era, during the uh well, Reaganomics or whatever, when capitalism started to be reborn um in a, a new way in america a lot of things became privatized i don't know if a lot of people know this but prison systems especially juvenile justice systems they're privatized so state yep. uh um, local governments, you know they make a lot of money off locking your kids up in, in juvenile hall systems they make big money out of it, all the way down to the food that they give them. That's a private company. Um, all the way to the building, that's a private company. The probation officers, that's another private company. They're making billions of dollars off the destruction of our children, and no one says anything. The whole world says silent why this happens. You have kids, nope. I saw this special where they were locking up kids for... I think
3: um, I saw that some,
2: some kids like graffitiing something. Instead yeah. of taking those kids out and said, you know what, I'm gonna have you clean up park for six months. You know to teach you a lesson about doing that. They lo- they go lock them up in some juvenile detention hall where they learn how to become a better criminal and then set them out and then they become in this cycle of of. of criminal behavior and bad behavior and no one says anything and we silently sit on the sidelines and, and let this happen. What well, we should be saying, going to our local governments, why, why is our prison system, why is our juvenile justice system, right. why is that privatized? Why, why isn't that, like, you're getting our tax money and, and putting it towards a private business and locking up the kids in our community and not helping them? And a lot people nothing? don't know.
1: You know, I definitely think we need to educate our communities. When it comes to that, that aspect of, you know, asking why are all these entities privatized, you know, you, like you said earlier, it's all about the money, but it seems like a lot of the laws will hinder you from teaching your child the proper way of how to behave or act. Like Nick was saying earlier, you whip a child, the first thing they see is, okay, I can go back to school to tell defects or tell my teacher to get defects involved, and then therefore everything else goes downhill, and it becomes a hindrance to you as a parent Showing that child, hey, this is the way I need you to act and it's going to help you out. Because I also heard someone say a long time ago, if I can't whoop you, those guys in those blue suits will whoop you with those nice yeah. when you start going to jail. But
2: a, a lot of people need to stop having fear. And, now, you know, I I know this is easier said than done. But a lot of people, if enough people stood up and said, you're not going to tell me how to raise my own child, you're not going to tell me how to do this, lock me up, lock everybody up, if everyone took that mentality, they would change it. It's just that people have to stop being afraid. I would hate if, if this generation was during the Civil Rights Movement, we would still be on the back of the bus because we would be afraid we'll be afraid. And the to be problem afraid.
1: is, though, you you have to think there's a balance that comes along with that. Because you do have to have those regulated for the cases like like the girl that put her child in the microwave. Oh. Or like the one who decided she was going to go into the mall and go on a shopping spree and leave her kids in the car in the heat with the windows up. You have that like the kids like the parents that decide, "Hey, I'm going to go outside my kids here with a fine pan. You have that You have to have it Because there has to be A balance somewhere Now I think It's on a case by case basis If I'm a case worker I'm sorry I'm not going to be looking at Oh this kid That keeps getting In trouble with this And this And this he got a Whooping at home Okay He needs his ass whooped Because if he don't do it As soon as he get in prison Not only is he going to Get beat by the 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 corrections officer He's going to get raped By his cellmates Exactly, but if I we got a caller that want here. to get back in, y'all, we got a caller that want to get yeah, back in. Y'all, hold go one ahead. second, okay? Caller six six two eight live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's up? Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's Zem. Hey, what's up, him? What's good, man? Awesome. What's on, okay, man? caller, how y'all doing? Oh, we good, man. Wonderful, man. Good. man. Wonderful. Good to hear from you again. Yes, yeah, uh, I love this uh, conversation, man. This is this is one of the biggest things that uh, I talk about. Uh, on a daily basis for us kids, a so you lot believe of believe in butt things, whooping. We'll say it real talk, ass whooping. And I, I, I believe in discipline. You see, if the if the Bible tells me it's okay for me to whoop my kid, who is man and pass the law to tell me that I can't? You see, but a, a, a lot of us, uh, like you say, this generation of parents, right? A lot of us wait too long to tell a child. Or the discipline of child. Now, discipline can come in many different ways. Like right. you say, uh, uh, one girl hits her her kid, and it's like he gets more rebellious. But what they don't understand, every every person from a grown man to a child, every one of them has a breaking point. And right. sometimes the word "no" is way more powerful than that book weapon. It all depends on the child. Now, a lot of these parents today, especially uh, uh, our generation. We're too busy treating these kids like they're adults and they're friends. They're not. They're mm-hmm. children. And mm-hmm. from the time that they're born until the time that they get out on their own, they're in a learning environment. You see? And a lot of us go too far uh, and too long spoiling these kids. I mean, it's easier to spoil now because so much is available to them. Right. It's cheaper to spoil a child now than it was when we were kids. You know, um... Uh, what do you think of some of the effects of that, Hammer? I mean, because, you know, like you said, you got a lot of parents, and that's something we talked about a little bit earlier, where you have parents pacifying the kids, buying them things just because right. they feel that I didn't get treated this way when I was younger, so I'm going to cover up everything that I think, cover all the bases I think that I needed, and make sure my child is better right. than me, which, in actuality,
3: they're not helping
1: that child. Well, see, that, that's the point. See, that's the difference between Spoiling a child with material things and spoiling a child with laziness. Right? You know, a lack of discipline. Now, me personally, uh, I, I try to spoil mine. I try to give them everything that they need and most of the things that they want. But okay. I make sure that they understand the value of the word no. And if it's something that they want bad enough, I, I teach them if you want this, you're going to have to work for it. You see, because that's just the business part of life. You're going to have to work for what you want. And trying to instill those values, uh, values in them, young, all, all we can do then is still hope. You see what I'm saying? But technology and a- a advances, right, has made us as a as a generation lazy. So our, our kids are going to come up even worse than we are because everything is right at their fingertips, and none of them really have to work hard. The computers do all the work. The machines right. do all the work. You see. So we will, our luxury is also our curse at the same time. But it all starts in the home. If you take a child when he's young, and you teach them, a lot of people uh, argue when is the best time to start disciplining a child. Mm-hmm. The, the right time is when that child understands the difference between yes and no and agree and do Do no. you see? Yeah, um, I agree is, with you, right I there. It a little faster. As soon as they understand that, that's when you start disciplining My My little boy wasn't even—he uh, was, uh will was barely
3: one—before
1: uh, he realized uh, yes and no. I, I have a wall heater in my house. I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. He—he in he his walker, and he—he—he he, uh, he rolls over there to the uh, wall heater. and He grabs it. That was all, you know, it was in the summertime, so the thing wasn't hot, but he grabbed it. And I took his hand off and I told him no. All right. I turned around. He goes back and grabs it again. You see? What would you do then? You know, well, I I, kind of tapped his hand a little bit, told him no. He goes back and he grabs the thing again. So I spanked his hand a little harder. Did you know this child sat up there? He wasn't even one year old yet. He sat up there and watched me. He watched me until I went out of the room and then he went back and grabbed it again. And when I came back in the room and saw him, that's when he started crying. See, right there, he understands yes or no. no <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? So, <laughs> then I had to introduce him to the little greatest right, sweet. All right? Right. And I pretty much got the results that I was looking for after that. But a lot of us spoil these kids. There's nothing wrong with spoiling. There's nothing wrong with giving them the things that we never had. But when you don't give them what they need in order to succeed you're doing way more damage than what you could normally do just by hitting them and see that's the key thing about it to know the difference between want and needs you know what i mean because a lot of parents give kids what they want more so than what they need Mm -hmm. so that's one thing that we know that we're dealing with now earlier we talked about um you know things that were unacceptable when we were kids you know, and things that kids are getting away now. Can you recall some of the things that were unacceptable when we were kids, oh, yeah. and notice what these kids are getting away with now? Oh yeah. For for one, back talking. This was no no. When mom and dad asked you to do something, you did it. There was no discussion, and you might not have wanted to do it, but you better not have let them see that you didn't want to do it. You know, mumbling on your breath, kicking all stomping your feet, slamming doors. Oh, yeah. This will get you kicked to sleep real quick. <laughs> and just like interrupting the grown folks when they talking, this is a no-no, saying uh uh-huh, uh 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 instead of yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. That was a no-no. Right. And a lot of these kids get away with it. Man, I see parents telling their kids four and five times to do the same thing. You know, I told you, I told you. No, I'm going to tell you once. And that's how uh, You know I am with man You get told one time The next time You get made to do it You (laughs) see it's not a discussion And a lot of these Parents uh, Like I say Treating these kids As their friends They're not
5: friends You know Uh, you know I can
1: appreciate some Jen You know What she elaborated on You know What her mom told her That we're not equal And I think a lot of people uh, Look at their children As equal You know I mean Mamas are becoming their, their, their daughters' best girlfriends, and and dad are drinking buddies with their son, and yeah, you know, I mean it's a lot, of, it's a lot of foolishness out here now. And, and I think
2: they don't, they don't know the balance. Like to me, like my mom, she is like, we're we're good. Like I guess a word for it is friends, but still there's a line. There will always be a line there, and I think that they don't realize that you can be your kids. You can be cool with your kids and still right. have established a line of, you know, I'm the parent and you're the child. Right. Okay.
1: As a, as a line, even uh, even when we're adults, there's still a line. And yeah. what a lot of parents don't understand, I mean, we don't want to see our kids hurt or cry. Even I, I feel guilty when mine cry sometimes. But what uh, we have to understand, respect comes out of fear. From the time that we're a small
3: child, even when we're adults, so respect comes out of fear. It's natural. I don't. Really, him, I, I, I think this much. I I'd agree. rather
1: see them crying in the living room than crying in the courtroom. Oh, they yeah. just got life in prison. You get yeah, what I'm saying?
2: Cry for real, one way or another. Just like I, but I, I but I'd rather them be crying in
1: my living room. You know. Right. Or the
2: murderer of you. I think a couple of weeks ago it was a girl in um, um the county right next to me where. Did you see that, guys, where she shot her mother in the head because her mother wouldn't allow her to have,
1: she
2: was oh,
1: like 15 and yeah. she had like the 17 year old boyfriend? Oh, yeah. And she that also killed her mother. In, uh, she shot her in the head. Yeah, it happened in Orlando, too, with a little girl. Uh, mom wouldn't buy her the car that she wanted for graduation. And mind you, this child was a A student from the beginning of school to the end of school. And she got mad what? because her mom couldn't afford the car that she wanted, shot her in the head, killed her. That's crazy yeah. uh, We do have another mm-hmm. call On the line right quick Hold on one second You still on Uh okay. caller, You're live on the Middleman Talk Show Calling from Skype What's up
5: Hello Hey what's up Marva Hey I know that's Marva. I'm not on Skype That's why I didn't say anything Oh okay <laughs> I didn't know what that was <laughs> What's I what happening Long it's time good. no
1: here Young lady
5: I know I know it's, it's been It's been crazy You know how You know I coach girls basketball So it's been a little hectic. But oh, I yeah. this topic I'm I you guys are doing, doing very well with food. Yes We're doing very well I'm very happy for my mm-hmm. girls I really am But I had to call in for this topic Okay, what do you think then Mom? Yes, Um. some of these Children are really getting out of control They really are And the thing is, it's so funny because I am old school mm-hmm. I really am And my daughter mm-hmm. Actually gets black from some of her friends Because of how I am You know, they're like Oh, man, your mom is is tough Your mom is no joke She's gonna figure it in five years, I promise "Uh Uh-huh, and little Marva's like Yeah, well, that's my mom And, you know, my daughter She does respect it, of course she doesn't agree With everything that I say and do when it comes to Discipline, but she does respect it So sometimes when she'll say to me How she has a friend whose Mom or dad or mom and dad Let them get away with everything, and she's like Mom, I'm glad you're not like that because so-and-so is just out there doing whatever. And I know, she always says, Mom, I know if that was you, you would do this, you would do that. you damn right.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny you said that. My daughter, I, mean, I, I you know, she don't know I know this because, you know, my wife is telling me. But her friend actually watched and, you know, she's appreciative of how I care and conduct myself with my daughter. And I think she wished that her dad was the same way. And you'll be amazed how these kids are watching you as a parent. Mm-hmm. And, and wanting that discipline And, and wanting that love and, and attention That you do give your child yes. You know, and that's why it's good to try to You know, present it in the right way And I have a lot of times
5: Right, and the thing is, parents are going to have to stop Being so afraid To discipline their kids Because I, I've told my parents Straight up, my daughter acts up Whatever where, wherever it may be Outside or whatever I'm getting in that ass <laughs> And
3: In the event Mm -hmm.
5: that something happens to me where it's clink, clink, guess what? I have a mother and father that can raise her until I get myself together. I'm sorry.
1: What do you you think about the laws that we have on the book now that somewhat, it's it's like preventing us from disciplining our child, you know, some of our children because they will use that against the parents. I don't abide by
5: them. I will not abide by them. Yeah, I I will discipline my child before... Let's put it this way, as I believe Nick said it, if I'm not mistaken. I'd rather you rather see your child crying now than see him crying in the courtroom. hmm That's that's how I live. So hmm. I mean, I got and I, I agree
2: with Marva. It's like you ha you can't be afraid. You can't no, be afraid no. to say this is my child. I'm fighting for my child's future and my child's life, Why? and I don't care who you are. That, That's you right. know, you're not going to dictate that for me and my family. And, and more people need to stand up and say that.
1: That's right. In addition to it being yeah. my
2: house. My is right. saying, yeah. if you yeah.
5: step into my house, you are
2: subject to an ass whipping. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay.
5: I don't want to go. And, and the thing is, too, like I was saying, as far as we need to stop being afraid. I mean, I was talking to a, a good friend of mine just last night, and he's telling me how... He let his son go outside before he did his homework, and then when he came in, you know, then it took so long for the homework to be done. I said, first of all, when we were kids, we weren't allowed to go outside before we could do our homework. Why are you allowing your child to do something that you weren't allowed? Right. Oh. Right. And yeah, why is that an fun.
2: option? I mean, right. you should, your child should be on a routine. Yes, like right, that, that was never just even. I could never even fathom even thinking of playing or doing anything before you know you do your homework. You you know you take your bath, you get ready for bed, and then then if you have a little extra time, then maybe you can do what you want to. Maybe right. you know, right. like I don't see why that's that's even an option for some people.
1: They're not scared. These kids aren't scared anymore. I'm not being funny. I remember There's one sound That I can definitely Remember from my childhood It's the flickering Of the lights From the street light Because then I knew I got exactly yeah, Five seconds To be mm. inside
5: That's right Because uh, so that if that light Come on before I'm inside It's it a, problem. a
3: problem It's It's, it a, it's done <laughs> Done
5: Let me say something Not only that I can top that I knew that I had to be in before those first couple of bars of Moving On Up came on for the Jefferson. Oh, man. They came on at 7:30. Oh man. And I knew when I went through the door and I saw, you know, that intro, I was like, you know, the I intro. thought I wouldn't say that, but
2: <laughs> next thing I, I think I knew, rest uh, of the week,
5: I couldn't go outside.
2: I think a big problem a lot of people have is they have a whimsical idea of children instead of uh, you know, I think of 100% of the time just this whimsical idea of what childhood is. Where my parents took a, you know, your childhood, this is a training for adulthood. You know, you're Mm -hmm. in constant training mode to become an adult, to become a productive member of society, not a total whimsical situation. Not to say they were hard on me all the time and I didn't get to enjoy to be a kid. I did. But, you know, there are rules and, and things you had to do because you are in training on how to be an adult. Yeah, because you right. got to raise well, your if kids. Like have,
5: if you have kids, you
1: got to be able to raise your kids. Yep. You know, if you are not wait. taught the right way, that's why we have so many things going on right now. And it kind of leads us to the next question. Now, I'm gonna skip one, which you know we were talking about the respect of the elders, because you know that's that's some um, hands down kids should do either way it goes. So I'm gonna skip that question. I'm gonna ask you this question right here. Hold it to everybody on the phone line, everybody that's on the web chat, everybody that's listening via the internet, however you're listening to us. Has our generation let down the children of this generation like the generation before us let us down? What do y'all think about that?
3: If I need to read that
1: one again, I will.
3: Please do. (laughs) Has our generation
1: let down the children of this generation as -hmm. the generation before us let us down? Now, that's speaking of our grandparents, you know, like our parents. Some of our parents let us down. Are we letting down today's kids Like some of our parents let us down As far as not teaching us the right way To do things
3: I'm sorry Hold on for a
1: second I just I had a real quick I just noticed something I just looked out my window And I looked at the street lights And they were coming on And I just saw these three kids Scatter like roaches
4: (laughs) (laughs) I
3: love it Love it That made me feel pretty good
1: right there. Oh man You crazy <laughs> well somebody still okay. their job. <laughs> right. I
3: mean, Somebody's uh, on somebody getting it right. I I, yeah.
2: I, don't like, I don't like the statement that our parents let us down because I don't I don't think it's right. it's everyone. I think that you have a lot of parents that are a lot of people that did not invest in the the I guess other people than you know, we have the me generation where I think a lot of people that a lot of people were raised by people that were just concerned about me. Instead, a mm-hmm. lot of people that raise their children right are concerned about the future. Where you are my future. You're you're my grandchildren. You're my legacy. And it's important for me to to care and and, and be concerned about every aspect of your life and I think that a lot of people don't view children like that anymore.
4: Right. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So again,
2: I'll, I'll, uh, to kind of add on to that, but to be honest, I don't think there's necessarily
1: anything wrong with the generation of me. It's just how how you how you flip it. The reason I say that, it's just like a room full of people talking, and everybody starts trying to shush everybody. If everybody would take care of themselves and just be quiet, then the room would be quiet. I think that you have to take that what? same situation. My mama will always say, before I raise any other child, I'm making sure that home is right. Right. Because there's no way that you can help to raise anybody else if you don't have your own stuff together.
3: I'm going to hey,
1: make sure that my kids are right. Nigga, as that old song goes, sweep around your own front door before you sweep around mine. Y'all
3: remember that That's exactly. an
1: old gospel song right there. <clears throat> but I, I definitely agree with you guys. But I mean, I look at it like this, you know, and to a certain degree, I agree with both, both of you guys with what you said, but we have so many parents that are not, Wanting to get involved with That's anything right. outside of their own children, and a lot of times they're not even involved with their children. And, Jim when I say our parents' generation, I'm not just meaning our parents in particular, that whole generation of their, possibly their parents also, you know, there was a gap in there where we wasn't taught the right thing, you know, because you can see it reflecting in the children today. Because a lot of the parents there are my age and a little bit younger or a little bit older. Some of them don't know the first thing about being a parent, and they be transmit that, like, that same thought into
2: their children. I think a lot Put of it know. was not intentional at first. I think like TV, the internet, all this stuff came on, and we didn't realize the effects of as our world sure. became like I said before, as our world became smaller. Like we didn't realize the effects that it would have on on us as like a people in general. Like we don't communicate, we don't talk to each other um kids are you know in front of television sets we have a whole generation raised by television alone now we're seeing the effects of what's happening and what's sad about it is like no one's still doing anything about it now and still continuing the same behavior but this is the effects of like during the 80s and 70s there was a big boom in children's television sesame street came out a whole bunch of other television programs yep. cartoons were on a boom and we had all this stuff raising kids and now we see the effects of it and and we need to do something about it
1: well, also, for that, Jen, you also have to look at something else that happened during that time. You had eight years of Reaganomics and four years of beating around the bush, and in the midst of that, you had the crack epidemic. So you have to think—not our parents, but think about the, the the teenagers who were coming to coming into adulthood and started having children their own, on their own in the late '70s and early '80s when the crack epidemic was. I say this all the time: we lost a lot of black men and women but particularly a lot of black men, in that crack epidemic.
2: Yeah, and now it's a lot of crack babies walking around as grown people, crazy maniacs.
1: Exactly. I mean, it it is what it is. It is what it is. All that is taken into account. And then you add on, let's let's be honest about it, this big boom in television, the Internet, all that is distractions from what is really going on. You have you for have politically sound households back in the day. You don't really have that anymore. Like for us, there was no option. When you turn 18, you are going to vote. You're going to go out there. You're going to beat the streets. Oh, yeah. You're going to get other people to vote. I put it here uh-huh. like this. I could have easily been discouraged. The first time I was able to vote, two years later, Bush stole the White House. Now, that could have easily discouraged me, but it was what it was. It happened. You still got to get out there and do it. I remember we locked out dorm rooms, and you could not get into the dorm room unless you had gone out and voted. But she just don't and know how that anymore. As
2: 18, like, there's, like, when I was a kid, part of Sunday was, like, my dad would, he would read the newspaper before I did. And he would take articles, and he would give them to me, and I would read them, and we would talk about them. We would discuss What's going on in the world And we just, like I said, TV and internet And all this other stuff have been Big distractions for people Where they do not communicate We do, we don't communicate with our children
1: right. Quickly people We have we have uh, six minutes left And we definitely want to get into our talk of the town But um, for Hammer And uh, Marva and Jen and Nick I have one question I want to pose to each one of you guys And if you can give me a quick answer uh, Each one of you guys uh, we would greatly appreciate that. Now, the question I want to ask you guys are, uh, what are some methods that we can use to improve our parenting for our children? What are, what are some better methods that we can use? Quick answer. Ham, I want to go first, then Marva, Jen, and then Nick. Okay. Uh, self-discipline ourselves, practice that, and then hand it down to the kids. Mm-hmm. we got to get us right before we can get them right. Most definitely. Most definitely. Uh, Marva?
5: communication and consistency
1: good
5: we have talk, to communicate with our children and we have to be consistent what i mean by that is as this may seem like a small thing but i have a big i make a big deal about my daughter and i sitting at the dining room table to eat dinner together
3: mm-hmm. it's not
5: about you know going watching tv or eating while you're texting no that's something that has to be done over and over again so communication and consistency
3: jean
2: and i say courage And just courage Stand up Stand up you see something wrong Stand up Have the courage To fight for your kid's future And have the courage If you see somebody else's child wrong Have the courage To say something too They might be a murderer one day Foresight Foresight
1: The, The reason I say foresight Is because you have to think what is going on with your kid now is going, to exa- is going to directly impact how they are as an adult. So think about your child as an adult and how you're raising them is going to affect them. Most definitely. And my answer is one word, y'all, or well, really two words. Whoop ass. That's all you got to <laughs> do. <laughs> hey.
3: Yeah.
1: Hey, Hammer, we appreciate you. Marvel, we thank you for tuning in with us. Everybody that's on the phone lines, everybody that's on the web chat, listening to us on the Internet, Facebook, or however you're listening to us, we do appreciate you guys. Make sure you tune in next uh, Tuesday coming up with Talk of the Town. That's our entertainment show right there. It comes on at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we have that show. We'll, uh, we will have that show posted up for you guys pretty soon. Make sure you tune in. And next week on the Middleman Talk Show, make sure you guys tune in to that. And our next topic is sisters. They laughing at you. I think y'all definitely want to tune in for that one and see what we tell you. Marva, please tune in. Yeah. I need
2: some reinforcements, it feels no, like. It ain't, it, ain't,
1: it ain't on that level. It ain't I on that level.
2: That.
1: <laughs> it ain't on that level. All right. Well, um, uh, Hammer, we do appreciate you, and uh, Marva, we do appreciate you for tuning in with us this week also. Thank you.
3: You will. All All right. Thank you.
1: Yeah, have right. a good one. Gerard, too. Bye-bye. Right. Yeah, we appreciate our man Gerard. Now, we're going to go ahead and go into our Talk of the Towns if you're, this your first time. Uh, listening to the Middleman Talk Show on Blog Talk Radio. We have our man Nick Eaton that always drops some interesting comments. Nick, are you ready for this talk of the town? Man, I'm always ready. Let's rock. All right, here we go. What's up, world? This is your man Nick Eaton, and I am here with the talk of the town. CPS called on Mariah Carey. It has been reported that while still in the hospital, new mom Mariah Carey was visited by Child Protective Services. Apparently, CPS was called by Carrie's nurses to investigate allegations that the singer was drinking beer while breastfeeding her twins, who were fathered by multimedia mogul Nick Cannon. No arrests were made and the children are still in custody of their parents. Porn star Pinky quitting the adult business. According to MediaTakeout.com, porn star Pinky has decided to quit the business. Apparently, the adult star has decided to focus more on her rap career
3: hey, keep it in the
1: and take it a step further by enrolling in college.
3: Holy shit, big boy.
1: She is currently preparing to release her second mixtape. Man, sit your ass down. This is your man, Nick Eden, and this is the talk of the town. Man, you crazy. Pinky gonna quit the porn game?
2: Who is Pinky? How come, you, how come you guys know this woman's name? Hey,
1: everybody know who Pinky is. Everybody know who Pinky is.
2: I don't know who Pinky is. Well, you
3: may know her and you just don't
1: know you know her Y'all put a picture of together What you talking about? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, we would like to thank everybody for taking this time out uh, To listen to the Middleman Talk Show on Blog Talk Radio We do appreciate each and every one of you guys Uh, To my co-host, man, I appreciate you for holding us down today Without um, our Buckethead co-host I can call him that right now, Buckethead co-host Allen, but he is with his distinguished mm-hmm. brothers over there in the state. So, hey, we appreciate you, man. Look forward to having you come back. Nick, do you have an idea what you're gonna uh, give everybody this week on the Talk of the Town? I I, I got an idea. I'm, I'm, I'm holding on to it for a second because I'm trying to confirm someone as a special okay. guest, so I'll,
0: well, I'll, I'll, I'll unleash students?
1: it. Yeah. Oh. Stay tuned for that information. Nick will have that up for you guys. And uh, we do appreciate everybody. Make sure you tune in every Sunday at 6 p.m., every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio, the Middleman Talk Show, Talk of the Town. Hey, we appreciate every last one of you guys. And today we did talk about are our children getting away with too much. Go back, download this show, share it with a friend, email it to them. Do whatever you need to do. We appreciate you guys. And we out. We. I ain't played none of my records today, y'all.
2: I know you. I thought you were
1: gonna play the Lupe Man, song. I know I got it too, and I can't even get it out there. But you know, you know how I do. <laughs> you know the middle men, shouted beat crit, shouted yeah. now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to, we we'll pay attention to the
0: real talk, what we here for so take a listen time, my. take a minute shoutin' and learn some, put your mind to grind the world, you destined to earn some, lend a, yeah, comment on what you
1: hear, let's figure out this nigga, I master plan to put this thing in, gear. don't matter if you hood or you
0: corporate don't get you got a will to do way better than you were doing, well then you fortunate take a stand, stop complaining about what you ain't got, hating on the Next man, he was down the rec shop. Every Sunday, tune in, go live, 6 p.m. Long Talk com, the middle me. Hey, what's happening? The middle me. Hey, what's happening? The middle me. Hey, what's happening? Long
1: Talk com the middle me. Yeah. Once again, hey man, it's on. What's he I just realized something. With Pinky is a grandmother.
2: What? Oh my god! It's so sick that like you know, like about this like porn star person's life. Like, oh, hold on, hold on, uh, Shut up. Pinky, what? <laughs> she's a
1: grandmother. She got a sixteen.
0: She's got a really sixteen
1: year old daughter who has a daughter. Wow. Well, hey, you can't Pinky, help but they have a sixteen year old daughter that got a daughter. You know. And you're doing everything you do. I
3: mean, can you really get on
1: it though? No, I wouldn't even say nothing to her. But you are a product of what you put out there. Yeah, no? And Jen, yes, yes wow. we do know who Pinky is. Pinky is involved in a lot of stuff other than porn also. What? Simulink, let me look
2: at this. No, sir. Let me see if I approve this
1: Pinky look, just type in
2: Pinky. Look at your video folder
1: on your computer. <laughs> Look for the one with pink hair.
2: Okay. You better yeah. be hot if y'all She's dis- a
1: midget too, ain't she? She's almost midget size. What?
3: She she yeah. She, she is short. We all ran into
1: her a couple of weeks ago. I know.
2: Out out her mind. She has her mind. fucking
1: Get out of here. Yeah,
2: what
1: thing was hypotite. Yo, no She is down. what she know? This right here, this right here, is for you. And we out.
3: Don't do it. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, y'all. Appreciate you for tuning in to the Mister Man Talk Show. Make sure you tune in next
3: week, Thursday. H T M I, same
1: show, the Talk of the Town with D. Keith is going down. Tune in. Stay tuned. Watch your moon Just the for you to use up on your bullets. How much money does it take to really make a full clip? 9-11 building 7. Did they really pull it? Uh, and a bunch of other cover ups. Your child's future was the first to go with budget cuts. If you think that hurts, then wait, it comes to uppercut. The school was garbage in the first place. That's on the up and up. Keep you at the bottom, but tease you with the upper crush. Get it, then they move it, so you never keep it up enough. If you turn on TV, all you see is a bunch of what the fuck. You do this, dating ain't so and. So, blabbering about such and such, and that ain't Jersey, sure. Only that's the news. And these are the same people, supposedly telling us the truth. Limbo is the racist.
5: When the pain fell, wash them down with Diet Soda, killing off your brain cells. Crooked banks around the world were glad to give a loan today. So if you ever miss the payment, they can take that home. Away. Emotion, that's why I despise it We scared of almost everything Afraid to even tell the truth I'm so scared of what you think of me I'm scared of even telling you Sometimes I'm like the only person I feel safe to tell it to I'm locked inside of selling me I know that there's a gel and you Consider this your belly out. So take a breath and hell a few My screams
3: are finally getting free My thoughts is finally getting down
0: If I, don't, if I will, if I won't, I mix the C with the D and flip the G with the first. Got your rap in your school, back in the back in the school. He got suspended. Now he all alone in his room. Playing my CD, out of D.I.D. Eastside, it's your Goldie Logan, Dick Trinket on the C. The young homie wanna be me, so I'ma let him. I hope the homeboys don't get up, cause they gon' sweat him. Gotta stay on deck for that. If you a bustin', you gon' get checked for that. It's so real. Homie, don't pop that deal. Yeah. Dead, dead. that. Now tell me how does that feel? Can't stop. Gotta go hard in the paint. Can't fake. Give me the foot paint for a Monkey see, monkey do what I say I do. If I take one, you take two. Facebook page and a cell phone. My daddy getting money, my mama on the go. She moving too fast, but she really don't know. Life is a trip, but well, mama don't drink that. We telling you it's cool, baby don't take that. Cause if you do, ain't no telling. You's a good girl, why you fighting and rebelling? If you keep that up, you gon' end up square. Misled, daddy get sick in the head. Stop trying to be like this and be yourself. Stop, look, it's be yourself, it's so real. Gotta stay hard in paint. You can't fake. Baby, let's take Monkey, sleep monkey, do what I say. I do. If I take one, you take two. Like, turn left, turn right. Your life, my life. Do wrong, do right. Low life, high life. I go green, so why you keep offering me white? Can't stop, gotta go hard the face. Can't fake, and the foot paint will Monkey see, monkey do. What I say, I do. If I take one, you take two. I can't